stranger Look what you made me do That was Dancing with a Stranger by yeah. Sam Smith and Normani. Yes. But it's Shane. And Kaylee. And welcome back to another episode of the Pop Talk Podcast. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. Or if it's your first time listening, thanks for joining us. And we hope you guys are having an amazing day. Before we get started, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud so you don't miss out on any of the past or future episodes. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pop Talk Podcast at pop underscore talk underscore and then my instagram you can follow me at is mr mccaddy m-r-m-c-c-a-t-t-y and my twitter is k-k-a-y-1057 yes and like always those things will be down in the description for you if you cannot remember so today we have a lot to talk about as always we have new music mm-hmm. from becky g foster the people uh, logic and a lot more music as well. Plus, we are going to be talking a little bit about the movie Us, yes. the Jordan Peele horror film that just came out uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's recent birthday and Cardi B in a drug scandal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to want to stay around for that. But first, we have to talk about the Billboard charts. And the Billboard, if you do not know, is how the most popular songs in the country are ranked according to radio play, sales, and streams. And Kaylee yes. is going to break it down for us. Alright. So, number 10 is Going Bad. Meek Mill featuring Drake. I want to say, about my little parentheses, good for Meek. Good because for Meek. it's... Because, you know, everyone knows he dated Nicki, right. and Nicki and Drake have beef, and they were really good close friends or whatever. And Nikki, you know, taught him, or not taught him, but she said, you know, you have to make radio songs to, you know, get hits or whatever. And so she gave him his highest charting hit, um, All Eyes on You. I don't remember where it charted at, but nowhere close to the top 10. Mm -hmm. So now Meek got his own little hit without, yeah, (laughs) with Drake. So it's it's kind of funny. And Nikki actually remixed. Uh, that song too, oh, so nice. kind of funny. But yeah, so good for Meek. Uh, number nine is Middle Child, J Cole. J Cole. Number eight is I'm I've been hearing this song quite a bit on the radio, and it's so it's just interesting mm. to hear the Jonas Brothers on the radio because mm. they were never on the radio before. Yeah. So I was like, wow, 2019. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, 2019, 2019. Okay. 2019 though. 2019 though. <laughs> Number seven is Shallow, Lady Gaga. In the Shallow, the Oscar-winning, BAFTA-winning, Grammy-winning. Number one peaking, Shallow. <laughs> not the other Shallow. Yeah, not the other one. <laughs> Number six is. Happier. Boom, boom, boom. Bastille. said their album is coming very soon. They said they turned it into the label. I'm like, ooh. Nice. I'm excited. Number five, for some reason, is Please (laughs) Please Me, Cardi B and Bruno Mars. A biographical Mm. song for Cardi B. (laughs) Um, Number four is Wow. Got him saying Wow. Number three, Sunflower, Post Malone. Post and Malone, Sweetie. just running this town. Number, for like ever. Honestly. For like two I years said that, straight. I said, I was talking to one of my coworkers on our van ride, and I said, because um, Sunflower came on, I said, you know, you know something about Post Malone? 
He puts out one song. Yep. One song, one song with a member of the Migos. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, Post Malone. <laughs> and then he just keeps getting song after song. And I'm like, yo, who is this guy? Where did you come from? What is going on? That's so funny. Uh, number two is... Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two is Without Me, Halsey. Number seven... Or no, I'm sorry. Number one is Seven Rings. All right, I want it. I got it. I want it. I got it. You which can't stop I. Crying. Yeah, she needs to get it together. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with. Like I, 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 at this point, I'm starting to think it's a stunt. Yeah. I even said this to one of my friends. I said, but she cries every time she does like this. I'm like. Yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me, but. Shout out to Ariana and Seven Rings, which actually, Ariana just probably had a moment of a lifetime yesterday, yesterday oh, as of this yes. recording, because it was Mariah Carey's birthday, and Ariana had posted a birthday message on her Instagram story. Wait, her and Lady Gaga have the same birthday? Mm, sorry, her, two days ago. Oh. Mariah's was the day before, <laughs> yeah, no. Mariah's was the day before Lady Gaga's. And, yeah, so Ariana posted, and she said, you know... Happy birthday, queen of everything. Mm -hmm. Love you then, love you now, love you tomorrow. Bada, bada, bada. And I, me and my friend were talking. I said, I said, either Mariah's not going to respond or she's going to say something, do something petty about it. I was so expecting her to be petty, Mm -hmm. but Mariah actually reposted it Mm -hmm. on her Instagram story. And it was like, thank you, darling, and hearts and stuff. And I was like, Mariah, not being petty (laughs) towards Ariana? You said I don't know her at one point. <laughs> I don't know her. And so I was like, oh, wow. I was like, oh, what a nice little moment. I said, and it's like, it's so weird because it's just a happy birthday message, right? Mm-hmm. But it's such a small thing. I'm like, well, that means so much. That's Mariah. I said, that means so much. He acknowledged her existence for the first time. Yep. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. So shout out to that right. moment. I said, all right, now make a song together because that would be a, a, a good look. Match. Yeah, my friend said whistle notes just yep. higher and higher. I was like, it'd be a good look for Mariah, though. It, isn't that weird to say, though, that her doing a song with Ariana yeah. would be a good thing for Mariah and not the... Uh, oh, it'd be good for both. I'm just saying it yeah, would, yeah. It looks, because of how Mariah has treated her mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. past, it would mm-hmm. look good on her mm-hmm. to, you know, yeah. do a song with her and be like, oh, you know, great. You know, younger generation, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, great, great. That was the top... 10. Um, just a couple things I just want to point out a little further down on the chart. Have you heard of this song, this viral thing that's going around from Old Town Road by Old Little Knox? Yes! So that song goes from number 51 to number 32. And yeah, I, I first heard it on this meme that my friend sent me of a horse literally in the back going bomb. And I said, yeah. I thought it was just a meme. I said, it's oh, that's TikTok. funny. It's a TikTok song. Yeah, I think that's where it was get, mm-hmm. getting popular mm-hmm. from. And actually, fun fact, Little Nas X w- used to be a Nicki Minaj, like, Stan account person. Oh. Yeah, but then I think he unfollowed Nicki or said something about her, so all of her fans were like, we're done supporting you. And then his song went from number three on iTunes to, like, 103. This one? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I was like... Dang, the power of Nikki's fans. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, but I actually, I really kind of like the song a oh, little yeah. bit. It's quite, I like the horses in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, 
they came out. Billboard came out this week and said that they took the song off the country charts where it was charting, or either the country charts or the country airplay charts, because they said it wasn't country enough. Basically, it wasn't fitting in with what's going on in country right now. And I said, well, that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. because. It sounds country. When I listen to it, it sounds country to me. Yeah. It sounds like country rap. It sounds like what it is. But I said... Country rap. But I'm like, that... I said, but... I'm confused because when the country artists want to rap on their songs... Yeah. They oh. chart on, you know, Billboard and, like, the pop songs oh, and all yeah. that stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and then you let songs like Meant to Be, which... Sure, for sure, has country elements. Hello, Cruz. Yeah. Hello. I'm saying Meant to Be definitely has country elements yeah. to it, but yeah. it's definitely a pop song. But that song was number one on country forever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, but this black guy who's rapping wants to make a country song, but you don't want to consider it country enough to be on the country charts. Mm. Doesn't make any sense. Billboard, get it together because <laughs> horses in the back. <laughs> and then two... Uh, we talked about the song last week. Sally Walker mm-hmm. debuted at number 62 right. on Billboard. And that is higher than any of her songs from the last two projects she's tried to put out Aww. have charted. It's so, shout out to Iggy, especially for an independent release. I know she was very happy about that. So I hope this song continues to rise and she sees more success Absolutely. with that song. All right. So let's get into our new music on You Heard It on Pop Talk. All right. So, the first song we have to talk about is a song called Are You Bored Yet? by the band Wallows, featuring, I believe it's Clario. Clary? Claro? Claro? To think about all that shit Installing only goes so far when you've got a head start Cause we can stay at home and watch the sunset But I get up from asking Yes, and if you are a fan of this band, I apologize because I know people hate saying when people say that. Oh, I'm when sorry. They, or, or when they call him Clay, or when they even mention this mm. show, they're like, "No, this is the band." Yada yada yada. So they're very sensitive about See, that. But well, the point is, he's he is an actor outside of the band, and he is in the show. So get over it. The reason I only the only reason I know that is because I watched the music video mm-hmm. and I you saw recognize him. him. Well, yeah, I thought it was one of those music videos where a celebrity goes mm. and sings the person's song. You know, I thought they just picked him, but then I I just auto played their late night performance on James Corden, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually him. It's him. Yeah, I actually noticed. I I, I knew about his band uh, prior mm-hmm. to this, like last year. And I listened to to them, but I wasn't really... There was nothing I really cared for too much, but then I actually found another one of their songs. Mm-hmm. Well, this song was on it, too. It was three songs. I just randomly saw it on mm. Spotify, and I said, I feel like that's that the Dylan's band. And so I listened to it. I said, oh, I kind of like this. And then now they have a whole album out. And I was like, oh, that what convenient timing. But, yeah, so this is the lead single from their first album. Um... 
Yeah, so I said, oh yeah, I can groove to this. And I love the 80s vibe. I always love the love 80s it. vibes. And which I love, but it's also like got that modern feel. Yeah. It's like you can feel the 80s, but like, you know, it's like grounded here in the 2010s, almost 2020s. <laughs> that's crazy to say. Um, yeah, that's all I said. I was just really liking it. I saw them perform live, which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. He sounds really good. So. Yeah, I said I love the chill indie pop vibes yeah. from this band that I've just heard so far. Um, I said, I said, oh yeah, I said people might know Dylan from Thirteen Reasons Why. So mm-hmm. this is his band that he's in, not his band. He's just in the band. Yep. I said, I really like the chorus and has a really nice melody, you know. Can I ask you, are you bored yet? Mm-hmm. I said, asking the other person in the relationship if they're, like, bored with them yet. And I said, that I like how that highlights an insecurity that people might do have. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially in new relationships, it's like, well, you know, my last one didn't work. It's like, okay, when are you going to be done with this? You know, and everyone gets that insecurity. So I thought it was a cool... I'll play on that with the lyrics. I said the feature. I said the feature pairs really well with the band. I think she has a very similar laid back vocal mm-hmm. approach that he has. So I think their voices complement each other pretty well. I said it has nice spring vibes, very easy and breezy to listen to. And I said I like that too. Lyrically, they tell the boy and girl perspectives of the relationship, and they actually have like sort of different points of view. It's not like they're just saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Again, so I really like the song as a whole. So I'm very excited to listen to that album because mm-hmm. I'm sure it has other great songs. And I heard this is... I read. I saw a review, or watched the review, one of my favorite music reviewers on YouTube, and he said this is like one of the worst songs on the album. So I said, okay, great. So I'm expecting <laughs> some good stuff then. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so next song we have to talk about is Patience by Tame Impala. Which is their comeback single from, I guess, I think it's been like four or five years, I think, since mm. their last project. Personally, it's my first time ever hearing about them. I just started hearing about them when we kept seeing them on the festival. Yeah. I'm like, they're headlining. So they must on, be big. Um, SNL this week. Yeah, probably doing this song. In, so, the opening piano is very 70s. Mm-hmm. Super 70s. Oh, even the bongo drums, super disco. Almost yeah, Bee Gees like, yeah. um, and then I was like, "Oh no, it even sounds like he comes from this time." Like, and I also said that I feel like Bruno Mars could have sang this song as well because of the lyrics mm-hmm. that he was singing were very like poppy, but the sound was very disco-y. And then I said, "Okay, the fact that the production makes his voice come in and out, but like also faded." Yeah, um, it's kind of annoying after a while. <laughs> And kind then, of annoying. And then after, like, two minutes, I was like, okay, I'm done with this song. Mm. It's, like, such a long song. But I get it. I get it. Yeah. But it's like, okay. We get I it. said it's pretty chill and introspective. 
Mm-hmm. And I said I like the chorus and the post-chorus a lot lyrically. You know, it's talking about growing up in stages mm-hmm. and then living life in phases, which I'm like, that's, like, it's so true, but it's also such not a necessarily a positive way to look at life. It's like, well, this is just the stage or this is just the phase. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to, I think you want to look at life as a whole kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, and he says, now I'm running out of pages. I'm like, oh no, we dying now? And then, <laughs> and then, you know, then he says, so time waits for no one, time takes from everyone. I thought that's very, I always like stuff, lyrics like that, that remind you oh, yeah. of those things in real life. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's so true. It's, you know, uh, you know, time takes from everyone. You know, we're all going to have to go through these specific phases mm-hmm. or stages in life. So I like, you know, being able to relate to that. And like you said, I like the piano and the synths in the production, I think, are pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so next song we have is called Sex Talk by Megan The Stallion. Rock that shit till you blast off, hey, yeah, let's have a sex talk, huh, got a big boy, then pull it out, hey, can you make it feel like the first time, huh, I don't get tired, let him wear that, hey, yeah, beat up on the bed, ride it to the tip top, teeth, like it doggy style, cause I make that ass pop, he ain't never finna leave me, cause I got that drip drop, to this last bitch still fucking like a robot, hey, let's have a sex talk, huh, wanna see your body take your clothes off, huh. And, uh, to my knowledge, she is the i guess newest mainstream because i think she just got signed to a, a label uh-huh. um female rapper on the scene so first thing i wrote down was what <laughs> i mean I said, that's a fair what? response then I said, did you know what this was before you picked it nope okay I just heard I've just heard her name a lot. Uh-huh. I heard a lot of people talking about her and I saw that she just got signed. So I said, Oh, must be good. <laughs> then I said, Well, the beat slams. The beat slams, I thought. Mm-hmm. But I'm a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I said that, I said, but I'm a Christian. But I'm a Christian. <laughs> I'm a Christian girl. I I said I was like then I was like, Who is this? Mm-hmm. And then I said, the rap. Her, she sounds really good yes. rapping. Yes. She sounds crisp and clear, mm. and I can understand what she's saying. And then the production behind her was wise and good. And um, yeah, I just I I enjoyed myself, but the ride was bumpy. <laughs> the ride was bumpy. It was a little bumpy. But we got there. Well, yeah. I said I think she has a great rap voice. I think her her delivery mm-hmm. is great. All the things you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, her confidence shows a lot and there's some parts where I don't and I don't know if this is just me being never mind I was gonna say it um there's some parts that reminded me almost like of Nicolette kind of how uh-huh. she not like uh-huh. what she was saying but just how like yeah like her flow and stuff and like certain words I'm like is Nicolette your ghost writer was she in the studio <laughs> <laughs> but I said that the beat has some good parts to it, mm-hmm. but I said overall, I feel like the song is just missing yeah, something. Yeah, I agree. I like, agree. I don't want to say, like, oh, it needs a future, but, uh, like, it's just, I don't know, it's just missing something. Um, and I said that her flows and bars aren't anything really special, but it's also a song about sex, so it's like, what, I mean, <laughs> what do you want? But I don't know. I think there are just a lot better songs that are doing the same thing mm-hmm. that she's trying to do here so 
that's about the song about her. I think to me she sounds like she has potential. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely like keep a lookout because obviously you no, know, we want more females, especially in rap, to be successful. But uh, I don't know about this song. Mm. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like I don't know about this. I was one. like I I, would, I don't know if I should put this on my iPod. Like <laughs> that's how I rate songs. Like, now. I'm a Christian. I'm a I'm a Christian. <laughs> I felt like God was watching me listen to this song. Actually, we should do that. We should talk about songs and we're like, okay, will we put this on our iPod? Let's oh, do that's that. what I yeah. do. Well, we should just do oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 I would okay. not put this one. Yeah, absolutely not. I Or or I'd put it in like an incognito folder. LOL. And listen to it secretly. Private. <laughs> All right, next song we have is Green Light Go by Becky G. Part two. Yes, I actually said my first <laughs> note was very similar style to LBD, yes. and I said yes, Becky, because I like cohesiveness. That makes me feel like her album is going to be like cohesive and, and a set type of, and not just random different genres and songs all over the place. I agree with. I don't that, think, but that, I, don't... I don't think this should have been the next song then to come out. Okay, exactly. There you go. That I'm like. Oh yeah! As soon as it came on, I was like. And then I said, but I will say she sounds really good behind and with the beat and the production. Mm-hmm. And but, however, it doesn't really do anything for me. It doesn't sound like anything. It doesn't. It sounds like everything else to me. Yeah. For some reason, I mean, I'm sure there is a reason, but it's just like, <laughs> whatever. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I said Becky's confidence is on fleek on this song. I said no one is stopping her from what she has to do. She is here. Mm-hmm. She's letting you know. Um, I said, I really like the pre-chorus. The pre-choruses, um, I like the melody on that. I think the harmonies are great. Like, I think she sounds really good mm-hmm. singing them. And I like, the, I like the verses, too. I just like, you know, the more braggadocious type of... Mm-hmm. Uh, especially from, like, a girl, a young young woman. You know, <laughs> let me be respectful. For them kitties. Right. A young, you know, a young woman to be that confident and that brash is always really cool to see. Mm-hmm. But I said this song could have really used a better chorus because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it is in that same vein as LBD, but at least LBD is, you know, that chorus, little black dress on, hey, and see me, hey, hey. But this is like, there's nothing I want to sing from this chorus. There's nothing I really yeah. remember from this chorus either. So I'm like, mm-hmm. eh. I mean, it, it, it has a catchy moments, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, it's not, I'm not like, woo, or like, you know, excited yeah, for it. Exactly. So, I said, Becky's so talented, though, and while I like her more pop influence songs that she was doing before, like, you know, I will always go back to Shower, that should have been a smash hit, I um, don't understand. Can't Stop yes, Dancing. Yes, Can't Stop Dancing should also, yes, that time period of Becky G, I still like that sound more for her but I kind of like that at least with these two songs so far it sounds like she's at least putting together a style for herself mm-hmm. and I can appreciate that I don't want the next song to sound so similar mm-hmm. to these cause then I'll be like okay 
<laughs> now we just recycle it. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Friends, I stop. Exactly. So, would we put the song on our iPod? Mm, no. I feel like we get too annoying. It would be one of those songs where, like, if I had it up against another song to delete, mm-hmm. I would delete this one. Well, yeah, I would say I wouldn't put this one on because I have LBD on already. So. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just a, that's just that's a fact. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, they're similar enough for a while. I can choose between the two and get the same type of vibe. That's hilarious. I mean, they're different lyrically, but the same type of vibe. Yeah. So, all right, cool. All right, next song we have is Style by Foster the People. Please, my first note is my boys are back i love foster the people i said this is the same guy that sang kicked up pumped, pumped up, up kicks are yeah, you they... kidding me my goodness but then i said that it almost reminds me of that song i think it's called electric love electric love it, it just kind of like like sounds familiar it's on yeah, yeah yeah um and then i said super alternative very boppy the band sounds good mm-hmm. like everybody was cohesive it was a loud song, which was good, I guess. And then I liked the production a lot. Um, I really didn't have anything else to say because it kind of was the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. in the song. But everyone sounded really good, which is what I appreciated. I said I love the social commentary that mm-hmm. the verses have, like where he's in the second verse, where he says, "Consumption is our medicine, so I'm high again." You can say I'm American, and I'm like, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> coming for America I'm like cause that's true I'm like yep. we love consumption and I like how it's not as direct because I mean it's the obvious oh we're gonna turn it into a drug reference but it's it's still very clear like you know yeah I'm high off of this consumption I'm American I'm like okay that's actually really well done I thought so the message of the song is you know gray at born to die but I'm gonna live and die my way I really appreciate that um, the dark lyrics with the bright pop production, mm-hmm. always my favorite type of music, my type of songs. Uh, so I really like the piano parts too. They're very, mm-hmm. they're not as like loud in like the mix or whatever, but you can still hear them. I like the piano parts. The synths are great, especially mm-hmm. when you put the synth on the guitar solo oh, yeah. on the bridge. I thought that was pretty fun. But I wish the chorus stayed short like the first chorus was. I thought the first chorus was perfect. The last two, I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) You ruined a fantastic song by making this chorus too long. And because it's, I like the, yeah, you. I like it the first time. When it does it again, I'm like, no, now we're just dragging. It's just dragging. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's just too much. And... Because then he doesn't even say, take me out in style again. He says something else. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm singing anymore. Yeah. You took me out of like all the catchiness and did something else. But it's a definitely a fun song, though. Very, I think it's very in style, actually, of their earlier work, like Pumped Up Kicks. More so like with the uppity production and the darker themes. Because I still don't know how people didn't know pumped up ki- what Pumped Up Kicks was about. Like, I was like... 
nobody are you even listening to the song <laughs> but no, that was me i was one of those i was just like oh, you're the god the other kids with the yes. all the other kids it's about a school shooting why are we running why are we running though the kids that's okay i knew from like roger's got a quick hand i said what nope got her like what's happening um, okay, well, we put this song, Would Style Go on our iPod? No. Damn, that was quick. No. I mean... Dang. Oh, wait, I forgot to say. I didn't finish. No. Oh, sorry, my notes. Oops. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I said I really like, too, Mark's vocal performance on this especially. It's very confident and brash, and I've never heard... I haven't heard all of their music, but I've never heard him sing like this before. Like, his vocals were, like, very... Ow. I was like, I've never heard you sing, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. With this much command. I'm yeah, like, exactly. that's what you, and when you said that this is the same guy, I was like, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would definitely put this song on my iPod, but that's just because I love them. And it does remind me of the earlier stuff, which I like the most mm-hmm. um, from the material. Even though I was really glad um, Sit Next to Me became a little a little hit because I was like, they needed that. Mm-hmm. Come over here and sit next to me. But yeah, okay. Next song we have is Confessions of a Dangerous Mind by Logic. That be the bad or depression. I don't learn my lesson because pain never lessen the pain. What if your life was under a glass and people try to dig up shit for your past and tell you what's good and what's not? And every time you drop a song, they say that it's whack or it's hot. And think of it, Dan, that it came from the heart. They tear it apart like hyenas. It's here for the dreamers. It's here for the people that know what I'm saying. All of the people that know what I'm saying. Fuck social media telling me who I should be and just how I should rap. They always compare. They always compare me. I said... The throwaway. LOL. I said, um, <laughs> this is Logic's sixth, this is his first single from his sixth studio album. Which I looked up and I was like, six? His first album came out in 2014, for the record. I said, Logic has a lot of music because he's also put out several mixtapes <laughs> in between those albums and before those albums. I'm like, wow. Logic has a lot of music and he also just put out a full album. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. I guess, a mixtape, I guess, but it's on streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, for his book. I said... <laughs> Dude, what a, do you have a day off, sir? I said, I need Logic's work ethic. What the heck? <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, you got time to write books and make an album for that book That's while also hilarious. making your own album? Yes. <laughs> so, dang. That's why he got divorced. Yeah, I was reading that, too. That's why you got oh all that. That's where you got all that free time. Got divorced, but no, just kidding. <laughs> oh well, that makes a lot of sense because one of my notes is, mm, I understand the message, and it's a message we need to take seriously. Mm-hmm. But what is up with him and suicide? Literally, every song has something about killing themselves. I mean, it's real. It's a real thing. That's what I. Well, that's why but, I prefaced but, it. It's a brand, Kaylee. It's a brand. It's a brand. Then I said, "Is this his Kanye tribute?" That is Kanye tribute. Yeah, because it sounds like Kanye to me. Um, and my queen is Coretta. <laughs> my queen oh, is Coretta. Um, and then I said, I honestly can't listen to what he's saying. I like literally cannot stand him him rapping. Really? Honestly. That's so funny. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, that's cute. Next. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said, um, very reminiscent of his first album, Sound Under Pressure, which I love. Love mm. that album. That's <laughs> where I really started to really like Logic. Um, I said I, re- I said I really like this song. Mm. 
Um, I said his flow and delivery keeps me engaged the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's talking about real stuff and exposing social media and its effects on him. But, you know, he says, you know, he's going to love himself and focus on himself and that's going to make him better. Mm -hmm. And I really relate to that because that's what I, my mindset's been a lot lately. Just like, you know, focus on yourself, better yourself and, you know, things get better. So... It just, you know, I really like that. And I think he's got a lot of great messages in this song. And I said, it's just Logic doing what Logic does, just spreading positive messages, because, you know, he even ends it by saying, you know, put your ego on the shelf and love yourself. And I'm like, see, that's what I think that's true, because when you do take out your ego, it's a lot easier to love yourself. Um, when I put this on my iPod, I say no. I would no, like by itself in context of the album yeah because i would want the album on my ipad but as a song itself it's not a song i'm i'm gonna be like oh let me play this yeah yeah, yeah. i agree i agree exactly but like in said. context i'm sure in context yes. yeah. you know <clears throat> it'll be great yeah so yeah and i love too the production is just pretty chill it's just it's just about what Have he's saying i did that's how i first heard it the first oh, time okay. and then i was like yeah, he's doing a lot. So let me go and listen to it with <laughs> without this visual context. Yeah. Okay. And obviously I think you know, right? No. On your iPod. Okay. No. All right. Next song we have is Tempo by Lizzo featuring Missy Elliott. Tempo. Fuck it up to the tempo. Yes, I'm, I love that big I, girl rap. I said I'm here for Lizzo. I'm 100. If I didn't say it before, I am here for Lizzo. Yeah. I said I have never wanted to be a thick girl so much in my baby. life. I said out of all the booty songs that exist, we even had the year of the booty. Yeah. I never once contemplated in my life and was like, I want that. But when I heard this song, I was like, why am I not a thick girl? <laughs> this is not fair. Yes, we come out to play. We come out to play. That's so funny, because I said that, and then I said, yes, F it up to the tempo. Yeah. I was like, yo. Yes. And I said, ice on my neck like, burr. I was like, yeah. Um, what else? Mm. And I said, it's a bop. <laughs> I danced to it's it. It's a bop. <laughs> I danced to it. I do it. I mean, do yeah. anything to it. <laughs> yeah, it's about me. It's about me. It's about I said, the song goes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, when the B, like the bass drop. Okay, I'm telling you, this is me, my first time listening to it, right? Now, like, I've heard it a bunch of times. My first time, well, I heard it, I guess, once. But me listening to it for real, when she when she said I'm a thick B mm-hmm. and the beat the bass came in I said I knew the song was amazing mm-hmm. just from that mm-hmm. that's all I needed I was like oh I'm done I'm shook I'm already shook I don't <laughs> even know what to do what am I about to listen to I said her rap skills 
and making that type of music are just as good mm-hmm. as her singing. Mm-hmm. I said, she's so versatile. And I mean, I knew that just from that one little video I saw of her singing, rapping, playing the flute, and dancing all like, basically at the same time. I was like, who are you? Yeah, this girl's great. And um, I said, it's so great. Also to see Missy on the song, killing it. And I said, this is such a win for female rap, unlike, you know, what we heard earlier on this episode. Yeah. Um, and two, and then she also incorporates her flute um, into the production, so I thought that was cool. So I'm sure that, I'm like, oh, great, here she's going to come live. She's going to be killing some choreo and then randomly break out the flute again. I said, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I said, yeah, this song is, like, okay, I said a bop. I said, mm-hmm. I want to, I just, I dream now. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just seeing... Like, girls go off to this at the club or at the oh, party yeah. saying, I said, I need to live your best life. Yes! F it up to the tempo! <laughs> because, yes! Because, they would yeah. tell you about that beat, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, will we, will, will we put this on our iPods? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Is that even a question? Yes. Yeah, this thick B needs to live. Yeah, I like. I don't even care. I don't care what anyone says. This is going on my workout playlist. Oh, I will well. be licked into fuck up. I'm a thick. Like. Um. Yeah. So that song is great. Always great too to have. Um. Um. Like a bot. Also a body positive. Oh. song but like what? without being like something like all about that bass yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's like cheesy and all of this stuff it's just like this is like you know oh, we yeah. here we <laughs> here to, we, we're not playing no more mm-hmm. like, we are here okay and we gonna F it up this some trip <laughs> alright so last song we have to talk about on you heard it on Pop Talk is called 85% by Loot featuring Nash <laughs> as the hook like mm-hmm. just because it rhymes with it like, i said i said not sure what 85 <laughs> percent means yeah, yeah. but it sounds nice on the chorus the, and it's an original title no well that's true the i wish i almost wish they would have spelled it out though like e-i-g no i mean like the song title writing it out I was like, you wanted to spell 85%? No, I just was Anyways, um, that's funny. The harmonies between them are really good. Mm. Like when they start singing back and forth yeah. to each other, that was really good. And I said, okay, rap, rap interlude is kind of weird. Kind of, I, I didn't, I was not expecting it. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm sure one of these is the rapper. Nash. Okay. He was on, you probably know him from, he's the, the rapper, well, he kind of sings on that song, right? Rap sings, I guess. On um, Lights Down Low by Max. Uh, Moves like J-Lo. Something, something, something. uh, I see it in your halo. That's him. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then he also has another song that got pretty popular that you would know, but um, I can't think of it. Oh. I just thought that was kind of random. I almost... I don't know. I feel like a different rapper's voice could have sounded better on that. Mm -hmm. But 
the song itself, the production, the EDM-y kind of feel. Love that stuff. <laughs> love that stuff. Love that stuff. Yes. So, yeah, that's all I mean. I said I love I have loved Loot since their first single. I believe it came out in 2017, if not early 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, High without your love, great song. Um, love their EP that they put out. A lot of great music on that. Um, I said I love their duo style of pop music, mm-hmm. and I think this is their best usage of that duo aspect. If anyone knows me, well, actually, probably no one really knows this because I don't talk about it a lot. I have a huge, huge dream to be, like, in a pop duo at some point in my life. So I, <laughs> Kaylee, so I like, I like duos. As much as I like groups, I love duos. Like two, I think duos are so cool. Mm-hmm. But um, they use this to the best of their ability because before it was, like, the girl sings a song, and then the guy sings a song, or the guy will sing 75% of the song, and the girl will sing, like, 25%. Mm-hmm. But this is, like, okay, it feels like we are... It's a duet. Yes. It, it feels like, you know, okay, great, we're actually using what we're supposed to be doing. But I said, I do think that the guy's parts are stronger on this, though. I think his voice fits this song more really? than hers does. Yes, but it also just might be... I just... I've liked his voice more because mm. I've heard a lot of their music at this point. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Her voice just didn't sound as, like, it fit the song as much as other of their music that I've heard. I'm like, I've heard you sound better. Mm-hmm. So, that's why I say that. But he sound, I think he sounds really good on this. They, they both sound really good, mm-hmm. but just being nitpicky. I said, well, I did say shout out to Nash. I thought he gave... Uh, a verse that really fit the topic and the storytelling Mm -hmm. that was going on. I will say that I do think it's a little weird to have a feature in a song like this because it sounds like you're talking to each other and it's like, well, who's this person? This is a bystander? (laughs) Were you cheating or something? Or like, (laughs) like, whose perspective is he talking from? Is he like an an omniscient presence that's just watching over the situation? Like Khalid in 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. I feel. (laughs) Like Khalid. (laughs) Like the five seconds he was on that song. Weren't they both in that song for five seconds? But... (laughs) Stop. Um... Yeah, so I, I like that it fit what was going on. Um, I said a lot of drama in the song, and you can even feel that in the production, yeah. too, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. And then I said, of course, I said, not sure why it's 85%, but I said it sounds nice on the chorus, and it's original. So, yeah, I think it's a really great song. And I, I don't know what if this is a new EP coming or they're just putting out music, but mm-hmm. I love Loot. Um, this is definitely going on my playlist or my Yes. Pod- my, my podcast. My podcast. My pop- <laughs> what am I saying? My iPod. <laughs> it's been so long. Right? I'm like, it's been so long. Um, definitely go on to my iPod. Yes, it would go but on. But my iPod will be at 100%. So. <laughs> okay, great. That is going to wrap it up. You heard it on Pop Talk. You can check out all of those songs in a Spotify playlist that will be linked in the description. So, whoop-woo. All right. So now for Pop Topics. Kaylee. Yeah. Tell us what are we doing? So we both went to go see us. Yeah. Not together, but separate. Um, and I mean, I'm well. You saw it twice. I did see it twice. Um, and and I will say, oh. Oh no! Continue. Oh no! I wait. Do you? 
I thought we were, are we talking about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I will say, seeing it twice is definitely, um, I 100% suggest people seeing it at least twice because it's, it's a different film the second time around and I, it's more, you know, you, Oh wait, I I don't know if I'm. Wait, are we spoiling stuff? Oh, <laughs> I was. I thought about. So wait a minute. I feel like I'm about to say major spoilers. Um, it's kind of hard to talk about the movie without. Yeah. Spoiling stuff. Those. If you haven't seen the movie, skip this part. Either yeah, skip this part or stop. Go see the movie and come and back. Pause. <laughs> yeah. Um, won't try to spoil too much, but that's just in case you know something comes out. Yeah. But. But I think so. Yeah. So I suggesting it a second time because I think you're then seeing the movie how it's actually being told. Yeah. Because yeah. you have the information, you know what's you know what's going on. So it was def- it was a different experience seeing it um, the second time. Um, I definitely wasn't as nervous <laughs> seeing it the second time because I kind of knew what was gonna happen. But even so, some parts still got me. I was like, yeah, because it's not scary like ah, it's more like creepy like yes. internal scary it makes you go like Ooh, like yes. you know like especially like the, the scene where uh where the the uh doppelganger family comes in first of all that shot where they're just standing outside holding hands i just i can talk about that shot for an hour i'm not going to do that today but that shot is just amazing yeah and um, the, but this is also too the one part about the movie I didn't really care for. So the dad was the comic relief, uh, played by yes, Winston Dukes. And he can get it. Sorry, Mbaku. Everyone kept calling him Mbaku too. I said, let it go. Honestly, I didn't even see Mbaku. I saw. <laughs> I'm. This is a children's show. Have it up to the tempo. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, but when uh, he laid on that bed, he was like, no. I was like, uh huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm done. Um, but yeah, so he was a comic relief, and he was kind of portrayed as normally how, like, the dumb women would be portrayed normally in horror movies, because mm-hmm. his dude was dumb. Mm-hmm. But, so the um, they, the family's outside, you know, their son tells them that the family's outside, and he, being typical guy, is like, no, I'm just gonna go talk to them, right? First of all, I would have not. I would not have <laughs> I, would have been I saw. I look out the window and I see four people standing perfectly still, holding hands, not moving. I'm not going outside. And my power just went out. I'm not going outside. <laughs> and my wife just told me what she told me. Yeah. I'm not going outside. So. You, what, okay. No what? No, I'm just. I'm thinking because it's so funny because at the like at the end of the movie that. This part happens within that exact frame of, like, of the movie. But we all got up, and we were like... What? The police never came. Oh, well, actually, there's something funny about that. Um, I was like... Wait, remember that, because there's actually something... 14 minutes, yeah, y'all! There's, there's, I have... There's something funny about yeah. that. But, um... But that, too, I was like... like they're 14 minutes away. I was like, the hell? Um, movie time? Right. But, well, the passage of time in that movie was really weird to me. But anyways. Mm-hmm. But so he goes outside, right? Talks to the family. Mm-hmm. They don't say anything. Mm-hmm. He comes back in. He says, call the police, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Why then do you go back outside now with a bat? Now you're trying to threaten them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're coming outside talking about, 
No, I already told you to get off my... I know this line so well because it bothers me so much. I already told y'all to get off my property. Now, if you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Yeah, yeah. The police are already on their way. (laughs) (laughs) Great line. What's the problem? (laughs) Because the problem is, why are you doing this? (laughs) But... But Kaylee, so now this is the part of the movie where if I was in this situation, right? Uh-huh. If I, my doppelganger family was outside of my house. Went. If I'm talking, <laughs> first of all, I would never be talking outside to them. But if I was, and I said, you know, y'all need to leave. And, you know, I'm talking about the police are coming. And the only response I get is this girl going. <laughs> and then these people Darting off and like on all fl- flawless speed directions, oh like they have rehearsed this. I'm yes. done. I have a heart attack. I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that scene, a sequence is so good. Yes, yes. <laughs> I choreo. I keep doing it. <laughs> like this is so good. But um, so yes, yeah, so I would have been um done from that. But I thought that the the movie was. Definitely very creepy. I think Lupita Nyong'o was amazing. She needs an Oscar nomination and a win, but at least nomination because what she had to do in that Mm -hmm. movie, playing both roles and just how much commitment to both, but also having the challenge of you're not even acting with another person because the other person's yourself. And like I saw stuff from the set it's like they didn't have like another body or something fill in there's literally no one there I mean Jordan Peele is you know saying the lines and whatnot off screen but you're not there's no one there and so you're also having to think about what what was I just doing or I don't know how they shot the scenes but you know what was I doing as you know Red but now I have to think of Adelaide's looking at and reacting to what mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's acting the whole cast I- Whole honestly, the four of them. Honestly, I mean all. I mean everyone in the movie, but the four of them. Yeah. And the kids. Mm. So good. Such so good. Quality acting, quality directing in this movie. But um, so when they meet the family, that that scene is, uh, this is the first time watching is so suspenseful because I'm like, what is happening? Like and and I just, I just think, can you imagine? sitting there and you're just staring across from yourself yourself but like not yourself mm. and in a reflection like it is a physical embodiment that looks like you because these are people they're real they're actual people with their clones um they're clones from a failed government experiment so they're they're, they're flesh and blood mm-hmm. like they bleed they're not demons or anything so just but I don't see now. And so like, that's cool. But now I'm thinking logistics, right? Like, how do they do that? How does the government yeah. keep doing well, see, that? And a lot of people, that's what a lot of people are kind of finding flaws with the movie. So, but that's not even what the movie is about. You're thinking way too much. And you're not thinking about what's placed in front of you. I don't know how, I mean, they found I think they just found out how to clone people because they spent so much time cloning rabbits and then they just started their experiments. My issue with that, I don't, I don't think it's a big issue to the movie, was how did y'all clone so many people and no one knew? Yeah. Because, Kaylee, I saw the hands holding hands at the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Mm-hmm. Saw it twice. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of people. That was a lot of people. That was a lot of acres. 
Love the land. A lot of people. How y'all cloning so many people and no one knows? But I think, but I think too, why there's no answers to that is because that's like our government today. We don't know what they're doing. That's true. That's they could be cloning us right now. We don't know. Is my clone skinny though? I need but to. But is my clone skinny I'll though? Replace myself. <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, actually. So, um, again, major spoiler. Major. So, you find out at the end of the movie that Adelaide was actually the tethered the mm-hmm. whole time. Now, question for you. For me. Yes. Okay. Is were you like kind of shocked by that? Shocked by that at the end, like you didn't know, or did you kind of see it? Or you said you had looked it up. Oh, that's I right. I didn't look it up. Cool. I accident- or you saw it. Well, no, that's a good question too. Because even though I accidentally, I was reading the article because I just wanted to see how good it was, yeah. right? But I actually had it spoiled, and I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not gonna see it. But then I ended up seeing it. <laughs> so I was. I told myself I was going to go into the movie think like forgetting, right? I was yeah. going to watch it as everyone else is watching it. And I'm watching it, I'm watching it. I'm like, nah, you could totally tell. You could totally... It, it, it was like... Well... Oh, I don't know. It just... By the end of... First of all, first of all, Red could talk. Yeah. Nobody else could talk. And even though she couldn't talk, like, well, it's because, well, A, she can't talk down there, right? Because. Well, that's not why. She can't talk because she got the girl, she choked her. And she, like, crushed her esophagus or whatever. Or how she talked. Yeah, remember when they show at the end and when she turns around and goes, chokes her and she goes unconscious and she drags her into the thing? Oh. She crushed her breathing. Oh, I didn't even realize. And also, too, I think, well, a thing I saw that further kind of explained the theory was that, you know, down there, there's no medical attention. So she just never got checked. So it just, you oh. know, never really healed. See, why you gotta think about all this? You gotta put it together that, yourself. That's, that's why you have to see it. And, yeah. And you, you, it's oh, a movie I, to I think. didn't even realize I that. I like movies I like that. I just thought she couldn't talk well because she hasn't been able to talk for well, a long time. That's what I'm saying. I think that that's what you think the first time going through. Oh. Because I had... So, watching it the second time... It's obvious from literally, like, the first five seconds of the movie. Not, like, the first five seconds, but, you know, very early on to the movie, it's it's very obvious. Yeah. But I don't think it's obvious because you know. Um, but you can kind of think it's weird, but I think there's parts in the movie that make it seem like... It makes you kind of go back and forth mm-hmm. a little bit. It's like, oh, no, it's obviously. But then you see something else, you're like, oh, wait, well, no. But when I did see it at the end, like, the first time, I, was, I wasn't, like, shocked, shocked. But I, I was a little shocked. In which Lupita Nyong'o, really great acting, because that small little smirk that she did oh, at the end, yeah. I was like, that's so good. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, she was the girl the whole time. Um, and I then I started thinking, I said, oh, that makes sense on why the other one can talk. I, I, didn't, I didn't really think about that mm-hmm. the others couldn't talk. I just thought, I honestly my film movie head person was just thinking, oh, she can talk because she's the leader. That's, that's um, literally, that's No, I would have I gotten that because I was like, oh, well, that makes sense I was like, she's just she could talk. I was like, she's just the leader of the group. That's, yeah. it's good. And, and since she wasn't talking well, I said, well, maybe, you know, she just tried harder in school and... <laughs> <laughs> in tethered school? Yeah. <laughs> right, because... Uh. <laughs> because, well, we knew, we knew the boy couldn't talk because oh, he, he burned. burned his mouth. 
And the girl, she never, I don't think she ever opened her mouth once just to, to laugh. Um, like she didn't even make any of the groaning sounds. And then the father, I just think, you know, he dumb. So that's just, that's literally what I'm thinking. Right, because I'm just going through the movie, just watching the movie. Cause I don't, I'm not trying to overthink about it right. while I'm watching it. I'm just trying to experience it and enjoy the movie, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so, but then I started putting pieces together at the end. But then I started thinking, I was like, when she's going down the thing at the end to find her, I said, wow, she really knows where she's going. I said that same thing. I was like, Javon, I mean, she's like, really? She knows where <laughs> she she's She really going. knows where she's going. She really does. She was like, that door, escalator, <laughs> hospital area. But I like it because, you know, over time, because she kind of forgot all that stuff because, you know, she was living a normal life. So when she went back to the beach and started getting flashbacks, mm-hmm. that's why I kind of like the storytelling with that, too. It's like, She's starting to slowly remember. Because mm-hmm. even at the end, you see she's starting to, to groan and fight like them. And it's like, it's so obvious once you know. But like, mm-hmm. when you're first watching, I'm just thinking, she's in fight or flight mode. But I did think, I'm like, that's weird. I did think a lot of things were weird that she was mm-hmm. doing. Like when she got out of the car to go see the check. I thought she's going to go check and see if the girl is dead. I said, that's a little weird. But then I noticed she watched her until she died. And until she's realizing, oh, like that's... Like, my daughter, mm-hmm. but, like, not my daughter. All right. Um, Something else I noticed. And then the sun thing, too, with the fire, but. In my, so, yeah, I'm a movie trivia buff, right? And I think, and I really want to ask Jordan this, like, if I ever meet him at the Oscars. Jordan? When I win, yes. Um, <laughs> During your speech. I just have a question. <laughs> They're just so grateful. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. But I just have a question for Jordan Peele. I know he's here. Jordan, can you stand up, please? I can't see. Jordan, the lights are bright. Come on. <laughs> Jordan, before the music. <laughs> Jordan, I don't have all day. I have 20 seconds. Like, they're, they're counting down. And you sh- <laughs> no. Um, so, the the incident happens in 1986, right? Yes. So, when Adelaide confronts Red in, like, the school classroom and she's, like, cutting. At the end. Yeah, and yeah. she's, like, cutting the things, mm-hmm. right? She says, it's my time or our time down here. Oh, up there. It's our time up there, mm-hmm. right? That's almost verbatim a line from the movie The Goonies, yeah. which came out in 85. Yeah. So... Well, this movie was heavily inspired by Goonies. This, uh, oh, did you movies. know that? I, I knew that... I've done a lot of research oh. after seeing the movie the first time, so I kind of know a lot of the uh. trivia stuff. But yeah, but there's even Goonies at the very beginning on the when they're watching yeah. the commercial. Yeah. There's Goonies is there, and two other movies that the movie was. This movie was heavily inspired. Oh, by. so that's cool that you picked up. Well, I on picked the Goonies it up reference. because duh, and then I was like, oh, well, tethered person wouldn't but, have seen that down there. You know, that was her as a kid would have seen the movie. Dang, you really thought that deep? Oh, my goodness. That's so cool, though. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, that makes sense. You were like, oh, she wouldn't know that. She wouldn't know that. Dang. Yo, Kaylee is an investigator. Also, (laughs) do you know why they have the one glove? Did you? Michael Jackson. And OJ. They made an OJ reference in the movie. Oh. Oh, I don't think that's why the outfits look like that, though. No, 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 the glove. Yeah. Jordan Peele said in an interview. Oh, he did? Yeah. The, the one glove had many meanings, like Michael yeah. Jackson, OJ, that had a, they had a reference to OJ. Yeah, and they made the joke, yeah. And I forget Oh, uh, which thing. is funny then if he's 
It's because he sees like, oh, this OJ's outside, and it's mm-hmm. like, haha, but we're outside. Um, well, I, a lot of people didn't get why the outfit looks like that. I said, I, went, oh. I really said that's the most obvious thing. I said she was literally wearing a thriller Michael Jackson shirt when she was kidnapped. Obviously, that's the last thing that she remembers. Mm-hmm. And you know, one glove, red jumpsuit, mm-hmm. literally thriller. Mm-hmm. But I also do. I really liked that. This is a small thing I didn't really notice to the second time I saw it. Do you remember when the, the frisbee is thrown? Yes. And it lands on the circle? Mm-hmm. The frisbee is red with a gold star on it. That And it symbolizes she was coming. Red jumpsuit, gold scissors. I said, mm. <gasps> I said, this movie is great. Mm. Man, Jordan Peele really puts it in, doesn't he? Yeah, he really, I like, it, at least with these two movies, because I also really like Get Out. I need to see it again, though. I have not seen Get Out. Um... He has he he has a definitely a way of doing a really great great movies and putting a lot of like social commentary in them, but without it being over the top. And then Get Out was a little more kind of about that, but there's so much in this movie and there's like so much to dissect and think about. And there's a lot of small messages and just like really great things in the movie. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is oh, I'm I'm well, I don't even like scary movies like mm-hmm. this. I went and saw this by myself in theaters. I've never I mean, it wasn't like a horror horror movie, but I've never seen like a scary movie in theaters by myself or by myself in general. I guess I watched Get Out and this movie, but they're more psychological thrillers and I like thrillers, mm-hmm. so I wasn't like <laughs> like I wouldn't go ever go see like well, facing my fear would be going seeing one of those demon horror movies mm-hmm. by myself. Oh, I can do it. Yeah. No, I will. <laughs> I, I very much enjoy the movie. Yeah, but I love him like his style, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah. Horror. I like just comedy. Yeah. I really like just comedy, and I'm really liking his horror. Yeah. And he's doing the Twilight Zone, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, I mean, super he's already excited. gotten his foot in with, like, especially like this. This mm-hmm. is definitely Twilight Zone. Um, ask, because I, like, okay, well, two questions. What would you do if your doppelganger just showed up mm-hmm. randomly? Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily seeking to kill you, but like mm-hmm. they just show up and they're just like staring at you. What do you do? Or what's um, your reaction? Well, first of all, I'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> Ooh, yikes. <laughs> I hope that would not be your first reaction. Like, well, yikes. Yeah, oh, God. That's, that's a hard thing. Yeah, it really speaks to me. Um, no, I just I well, first of all, I I would kind of be shocked, obviously, and then I would analyze: Is she holding a weapon? <laughs> is yeah, she... no, no, she shows up to you with a jumpsuit and the scissors. Oh, like, that's like the movie. Bye. <laughs> and she smiles at you like this. See ya. Someone said, I saw someone in their video, they said, so what do you do when you're a doppelganger? It's just, you open your eyes, like you you wake up, Mm -hmm. and you open your eyes, and you're handcuffed to your bed, and your doppelganger's at the edge of your bed just looking at you like this. I said, (laughs) that that is horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, the psychological stuff, I said, people saying, this movie's not scary. I said, I am, what, I don't know what, you must not have these thoughts, because, like, I'm like, that is creepy. But I do like, I like that message of, you know, we are our own worst enemy or we're not like, mm-hmm. we're just as evil as the thing, you know, we're trying to kill or something. If my doppelganger showed up. Boy, we playing some mad pranks. Well, like, we fighting, but <laughs> like, and I'm like, I will win, but like, 
Yeah, it would be really creepy. It would be, be really, yeah. really creepy. Like, and they're just like they're you, but they're just off. Mm. All right, and the movie out of out of out of ten, what would you give it? Oh, easy, like nine, mm-hmm. nine point five, yeah. maybe. I gave it. I said two on the other my other podcast. I gave it. I said the first time I saw it, I said probably like a seven point five, like eight, um, but I still. Maybe not, but I said second time though, or it's overall definitely like a nine. Like it was oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was a great. I liked yeah. it. The movie is great. I kind of wanted it to be a sequel, but I don't know. We'll see. Oh, he's. I think he's doing a anthology, like a trilogy. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I think he's doing like Get Out, Us, and yeah. then something else. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I hope ready. So. I'm ready for the next thing, Jordan Peele. Give it to me. All right. What's next to talk about? That's um, us. Go see us if you have not yeah. seen it. Um. Great movie. Yes. Um, just a quick shout out to Lady Gaga turning thirty three. Yes. She's which so means young. she'd be twenty three when she was like when we were in yeah. high school. Ah, like that yeah, I ah. I think I didn't know she was that young. Um like Like what am I doing? Clearly we're not doing anything. <laughs> but um yeah, shout out to Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's amazing. I just can't wait. Oh two months and eight days. New music, and I'm telling you, she has to drop the new music before oh we go. She's got to perform at least the single. She has to. There's no way. If she did, I mean, ugh. Just, I mean, when I she want, opens her mouth, I want a guest. I don't care what guest it is. Shane, Shane, we step in off the plane. Oh, yeah, well, true. <laughs> um, like, I'm pretty sure I'll start, like... What is like, Kaylee doing? Oh, fine! <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure, like, I'll start... My body will start feeling things are changing, like, when we go into, like, the venue. Because I yes. remember when I first went into Madison Square Garden when uh, Buddy and I went to the League of Legends championship. And I was like, this is amazing. I've always wanted to come here. Like, this is so cool. And I'm like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure, like, since we go in and we're going to see all the fans, we're going to literally be there with a bunch of Gaga fans. Well, and probably some old people, too, I guess. But I maybe. Know. And oh, that's gonna be oh, that's gonna be such the a great time. The fact that me and you and Lady Gaga are in the same mm. building are in the same building. Do you know how much merch I'm gonna buy? <laughs> Woo! The merch. The merch. I'm so excited. I didn't even think about coffee mug, the pen, merch. shirt, apron. <laughs> I got it all. Kim's <laughs> gonna go to the merch table and be like, "Yeah, I want one of everything." Oh, you Actually, no, sorry, five of everything, yeah. Oh, that's so funny, because <laughs> it's ten. Um, <laughs> yeah, so happy birthday to Lady Gaga. Yes. We're so excited to see you and excited for your new music. Oh, my gosh. You are so amazing. Um, number, oh, um, so one other thing that I had was the Cardi B thing, which I still haven't really understood fully. All I know is that she, like, drugged men. Yeah, so... Uh, quick synopsis on that. So apparently, well, not apparently. She said it. She said it happened. Uh, <laughs> she was on an IG live. I I can't remember if it was a recent IG live or it's an IG live that people just found uh-huh. from a few years ago. But um, she said on there that you know when men would ask for sex from her Mm -hmm. she would be like oh yeah you want sex you want sex okay we'll come meet me back in this hotel yeah and then they would go to the hotel and and she would then proceed to drug and then rob them 
And so I guess someone dug that up or found it or came back around somehow. And so that's kind of the issue that's going on. Um, she did put out an apology, um, but I, the apology is so weird because, I mean, it's a lot easier just, I guess, to read it verbatim, but I think she had already deleted it off of her social media because that apology was fake. That was not an apology from Cardi B. Someone on her team, her publicist, wrote that apology because it didn't even make... It was the apology. The apology didn't make any sense. It was very um contradicting yeah. uh, to itself. And you know, Cardi B, she will talk about anything, right? When she has right. a problem, and she will go right on Instagram or wherever, and she'll tell you directly herself because that's who she is. Yeah. You get now accused of this thing. That's a huge thing. That's not cool. Yeah. You know, and then now a lot of people are trying to say like, um, well, you know, male rappers say stuff all the time in their songs. Y'all give the bubble little bubble. Yeah. It's not cool, um, especially too if you know Bill Cosby and R. Kelly and people are going through stuff like this now. I'm not obviously I'm not trying to compare situations or you know try to downgrade anything that those two have done. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's like, I mean that's pretty much the same thing. It's just not it's just not cool. But I understand that it's not something you do now. And her apology said you know, you know that she's like that's what I had to something about that's what I had to do. Um, but I don't glorify those things in my music. You know, everyone has a past. All of this BS. And I said, well, that's true. She doesn't, like, glorify it or anything. But it's the fact that you still did it. And that's, like, not cool. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Like, and you didn't have to do that because um, people are... are she, I think her fans were saying, well, you know, she had to strip and do all these things to make it and make money. I'm like... And someone pointed out, like, no, she didn't. She chose to strip. Cardi B graduated high school, went to college, and got a degree. She chose to be a stripper and to do those things. And I said... He ain't wrong. I said, I mean, yeah. And so I guess um, we'll kind of see. A lot of people are mad because this isn't getting as much attention, like media coverage, as it should be. Like, if it was... And people were saying, "Is it? A, are we giving Cardi B, like, a pass? And because they're saying if it was, you know another female or it was a guy and the, even people said it like if it was Nikki it'd be a totally different story and I do think it's true because a lot of people we know when Nikki's brother was um going to court because for like rape allegations or whatever people were mad that she was supporting him and she's like oh Nikki supports a rapist and a lot of people were talking about that I'm like I mean she doesn't support a rapist she supports her brother. Mm-hmm. Like, that's her brother. I'm like, she might not agree or support all of his actions, but that's her brother. Like, what do you not expect to support her family? Doesn't make any sense. But no one's really talking about this, um, like, in large media or yeah. or whatever. So it's interesting. It's it's weird. Um, I don't know if it'll affect her career. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I kind of hope it doesn't, but, like, I also, like, I also don't look up to Cardi B. I don't you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I like her for the most part, but, mm-hmm. you know. So it doesn't really change too much for me. Like, I look at you a little differently for that. And, I mean, so. Yeah. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Don't drug people. Don't, and yeah. and I then love- the, 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 sorry, the apology also said, you know, I was dating those men that I did that to. And, 
you know, they were willing and conscious. It's, that doesn't make any sense. Mm. Who, who? first of all, no one is conscious when getting drugged. And, mm. like, who was willing and conscious to get drugged and robbed by their girlfriend? That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Who wrote this? Same people who write your raps? Just kidding. <laughs> Whoa! Too much, too much? I, <laughs> I saw a meme about Takashi 6 9 Yes, I saw oh, that. Oh, yes. I gave you... I gave you R. Kelly, I gave you mm-hmm. Shane Dawson, I gave you this, and he's, the judge is like, all right, well, it's only like two years. Can I tell you about Cardi B? Yeah, it's like, well, let me tell you about Cardi B. I thought Cardi so that, that was, was funny. Boing. My friend said that to me today. I was like, haha, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess we'll see what happens. I think she deactivated her Twitter or something. I'm sure. Um, I'm so sure. I'm sure, you know, she'll come back in a few days with a new single mm-hmm. or whatever, like she always does. People said that's her marketing strategy. I said it kind of is. It really kind of is. Yeah, so. seriously. All right. Um, do you want to stop? Or... No. What, oh, what um, the, they, the last thing I had was the Jesse Smollett, is it, case? Yeah, Smollett. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you don't know, long story short, Jesse Smollett was arrested and he was charged for, I think, 14 felonies in the city yes. of Chicago for falsifying police report on a hate crime that happened to him mm-hmm. uh, they were trying to say that it was staged and he planned the whole thing he was claiming that he was innocent and this was really happening mm-hmm. um, to him and so uh, a few days ago the uh, felonies and got all the all the um what's it called misdemeanor no 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 what's all the um charges there oh, we go. Charges. all the charges were dropped I'm trying to be official <laughs> all the charges were dropped against him um, all 14, and, you know, the, the case has just basically mm-hmm. been thrown out. And there's still actually a lot of talk about, well, that doesn't mean he's innocent, that he had to die. And I said, okay. Okay, I think, why do you not want to believe he's innocent? I always wanted to believe that he was innocent because I said, what? No sane person would lie about something like that and set that whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Like, you were sending hate things to yourself. Like, how do you live with yourself doing that? And so people are like basically trying to say, oh, he paid off. Oh, who they paid off the judge, or you know they know someone on the inside. I said, why can't he just be innocent? Mm-hmm. So if he wasn't innocent, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. But if he wasn't innocent, if they turned it around and had a video of him going, he, what would you, what would you think? I mean, I would think the thing I thought when I initially thought he was guilty I would be like that's not cool why would you do like why would you do something like that and they said their reason they were saying the reason why is because he was unsatisfied with his salary from Empire and I said that's not even a good reason to (laughs) go about doing all this stuff you have an agent for things like that but um I don't know I would just think you're a very sick I someone to for someone to do that I think you're a very sick Individual, and then going on to Good Morning America and doing that interview, and just really going with the fact that you're innocent. Like, you called the police, no one would have known about this. Like, you called the police mm-hmm. a month, a month later, then you did this interview, escalated it to a bigger thing. Like, you need mental help. That's exactly what I would say. I was like, I think he needs mental like attention. Like, that's just not. That's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I was thinking, there's no way. He can't be guilty. Mm-hmm. And when they kept coming out with all the, these facts, I said, I said, I was thinking, like, wow. 
I mean, them facts though. I'm like, mm-hmm. I still want to believe he's innocent because you know, trying to believe like in the um legal process or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, them facts though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> them facts is cold. Yeah. Um, but you know, him and his team, they kept showing up for things even when they didn't have to show up for. I said, well, like they're going about it like he's innocent. So I I really feel like I want to feel like he's innocent. And so I think he's innocent. Okay. Um, and he, um, but I, 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 but I do want to know then, okay, what were all of those facts then? Right. Like what, right. why would, I want to know why the case was dropped. Like why all of a sudden, cause before you're, y'all were making this big deal out it's of it. It's very random. But why all of a sudden is it just dropped? I'm like, someone did something or someone's lying in this or someone was exposed about something and they said, okay, we just want to keep this under wraps. And I feel like that was something with the Chicago police. And I think someone said that like the mayor of Chicago was just getting frustrated with the Chicago police, um, for spending so much time and resources on like this case. Mm-hmm. So I think, I, I think I saw someone say like, he probably just like, just stop it. Or whatever, because there's actual real things going on in Chicago that don't get solved because, you know, I've just heard and read that they are not the best legal mm-hmm. task force. And um, so, yeah, I can understand kind of wanting to be done with this because it's, like, it's not that big of a deal, but... Um, I think the fact that he made it... or. The the atmosphere around public, the situation. Public opinion made it bigger yes. than it was. So yes. that's why he felt the need to go on Good Morning America. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I would have made my small little tweet mm-hmm. and kept it moving. Like, I would yeah. not have made it that big of a deal. That's And I think that's why a lot of people started to think he was guilty because mm-hmm. it's like, that interview was not a good look. Not at all. Not <laughs> a good at look. At all. Um, okay, so I think it's going to wrap up pop topics right yes that is it all right cool so before we wrap up this episode yes of the pop talk podcast we have to do our don't sleep on this track i have one awesome you want to go first yes okay so um my don't sleep on this track i only have one is um it's called handmade heaven by Marina from Marina and the Diamonds. So, I, do you? I've actually been meaning to ask people, or maybe even do some research. Why is she going just by Marina now? Or is that is it a separate thing? Or I also I don't even know what up. are the diamonds. I don't even know what. The so game. she actually her name is Marina Diamondus. Mm-hmm. So I feel like her, or something like that, and I think that's where her name derived from. But I don't think there's a difference. Um, so you think she's just like. Yeah, it's probably just easier if I just shorten it. Yeah. Gotcha. But, um, so this is from, this single is going to be from her new album, Love and Fear. What's it called again? Sorry. Love and Fear. No, the song. Oh, I'm sorry. Handmade Heaven. And the cool thing about this upcoming album is that Love and Fear will be two separate track listings. So half of the album. So it's album, like a double album. Kind like of. Like I Am Sasha Feast. Like, like, yeah, like two separate playlists. Yeah. One will be about love and one will be about fear. That's cool. Yeah. So this song, I just happened to see it on YouTube and I pressed play and I haven't stopped. (laughs) (laughs) And I haven't stopped. It's like, I don't even know what the song's about, but it's just ethereal Mm -hmm. and her voice is always so good. And um, 
It just makes you feel like you're in, like, a woodland forest, which is where she's in the video, so that's why I say. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoy the song. I think it's very vibey, which I always love. Mm-hmm. So this is Handmade Heaven by Marina and or Marina and the Diamonds. Carry Whatever you choose to call her. (laughs) Okay, so I have one, two. I'm going to have a lot of songs, but I don't know. I'm really, like, particular about, like... What I say. (laughs) No, like, because, like, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, But I try to pick songs that, like, I are new to me, not songs that, like, I listen to this song every day because of this reason. Like, so, um, like, I don't want to, like, oh, this song's, like, on my workout playlist, so I hear it a lot. This is why I usually listen to this, Mm -hmm. but... Okay, so the song I did, I just I just found out about this song and heard it today. I've listened to it a few times and I really really like it. Um, it's called "Things That You Do." And it's by Jay Z, Mariah Carey, like way back from one of his earlier albums. Oh, wow. And I found this song because um, I was listening to a Mariah Carey playlist for her birthday, and I just a, a lot of songs on that playlist were features mm-hmm. that she did um, back in the 90s. And I was like, wow. And I did some research and I said, wow, Mariah really was kind of the, fir- the first real like pop singer to uh, do collaborations with hip-hop artists. Like, so like without Mariah, we wouldn't be having all this stuff like we have now. So mm-hmm. y'all need to respect. Mm-hmm. But, and so then I was listening to the songs and I said, wow, I'm like, that's so, it's just cool to hear someone like Mariah Carey yeah. on a feature. And so then I was just going on her Wikipedia page, and then I saw that this she was on a Jay-Z album. I know Jay-Z was on one of her songs, Heartbreaker, great song. But I said, oh, Mariah did a song on Jay-Z. I said, oh, I have to listen to that. And it's not on Spotify. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, because Jay-Z and Beyonce hate Spotify, so their music's not on there. Really? Yeah. So I found it on Apple Music, but it wasn't even really on Apple Music. It was just, it was on a playlist that someone uploaded themselves because they ripped the music from something. Mm. Jay-Z, I need you to do better, please. I do <laughs> not... I'm not trying to go to Tidal to hear your music, okay? But, um, yeah, so this song is uh, Jay-Z featuring Mariah Carey, and it, it definitely has that very 90s feel. You'll definitely be thrown back into the 90s. And it, I'm, I feel like it was... It came out in the summer mm. because it definitely... It's like... It's a very nice fun but like chill Mm -hmm. like type of summer song and um it's just cool to hear like a younger jay-z and a younger mariah carey like in their prime yeah basically um so this is things you do by jay-z and mariah carey you know what me and Swiss shit sounds like Crazed and demonic uh, Without blazing chronic Product of Reaganomics You know that motherfucking stew raised me Screaming the hoose when I was too lazy School made me sick Teacher said I was too crazy Boom, okay, that is Don't Sleep on this tracks. So you will also be able to find those songs. Not the Jay-Z song, though, because he's not on Spotify. But I definitely suggest looking it up. 
um, and the Spotify playlist in the description below. <laughs> so, fun fact, um, for what we'll be talking about next week, uh, Kaylee and I are actually going to go get ready to see the Dumbo movie. Yes, I'm so excited! So, we will let you know our thoughts on that movie on the next podcast. Yeah. And also, Khalid's new album oh. will be out. So, we'll be talking about that. Oh. You got something to say? What? Yay! Can't wait to go to sleep. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> no, and I also was going to say, um, be on the lookout for a lot of movie talk, because 2019 oh, yeah. is about to go down. Yeah, it's a lot of good movies coming out. Yes. 20, 2019 is just, like, going this out. decade is going out, because this decade was not that great. Um, it, In comparison to yeah. the 2000s. Uh, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, it definitely has its highlights, for sure. Oh, yes. But... Glad it's over. But they're trying to go out with a bang, though. <laughs> like, 2019, so I'm not here to play. Nope. Oh, <laughs> I need to make oh. up for some years, okay? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So, until next time, yes. I actually know what we're going <gasps> out to. Ooh. And um, just because, we, you know, we did talk about us and the music oh, is so fantastic. No, oh, no. I'm not trying to creep people out, Kaylee. Um, but that song is good, though. Um, oh, I know. You're going to play. I have to. It's obvious. I know. Yeah, yeah, um, Oh, the thing. Oh, sorry. Before we do this outro from us, I forgot to say about the movie. Uh-huh. Never mind. You know what? I'm just going to keep this a secret for me and Kaylee. So, ha, ha. Oh, ha, ha. Um, okay, so we're going to go out to um, I Got Five on it. The Tethered Mix, though. Um, which is the one in the movie and the one in the trailer yes. from the movie Us, which you need to go see. So until next time, peace out. Bye. Creep on in, on in, on in.